Wow. I am watching I'm watching CNN right now. Um, any moment now, President Trump is going to speak from the Rose Garden. Wait a minute. The Bunker Baby is speaking? Bunker Baby is out of... Uh, <laughs> he's out of apple juice. He's, he's being induced right now. So he's coming He's coming out of the bunker because somebody said, Cheeky Nuggy. Oh, wow. Cheeky Nuggy Frenchy Fry. Welcome back, Bunker Baby. <laughs> Bunker Baby. I like that. Oh, that's, that's a good one. Yeah, like that it. is a good one, Bunker Baby. <laughs> you can't run a country with Wi-Fi. <laughs> you can't do it. Whatever, uh, man. All right, man. Okay. This is um, – let's do this. I want to take calls until the president begins to speak. I really want to hear what the president has to say. Um, I can't I, wait. I, I would like to hear what any president has to say when we're in times of – of desperation and we're looking for leadership there's no higher leader in the country than the president you should be all over this okay can we start with uh line one can we talk to bob on line one? Oh no you may okay. you can start with line one i knew it good bob, afternoon you, you uh, got me professor caswell yeah thank you for putting me out there so, first and foremost, I'd like to applaud those standing up. Uh, I've been a huge advocate for standing for your rights for many years now, as you know. Mm-hmm. But I can't help to think that a lot of these people should have been standing up a lot sooner. And to put things in perspective for just a moment, we had 9-11, where thousands of people were killed on American soil, It was a staged event by our government. We know this to be a factual statement now, 15, 20 years later. We had a war because of it in the Middle East that killed millions of brown people, millions of brown people dead because of lies from our government. And it fueled the militarization of our police force, the draconian laws that are in place, Big Brother, the police state, all of that, a major pretext of which was 9-11. Yes. Where are the people standing up to what has happened systematically over the years? And now they get a pop icon figure who was horribly killed in plain view of everyone on the Internet now. And they stand up to me. It seems a little bit too little, a little bit too late. What would you have them do, Bob? It's never too late to do the right thing. Well, first and foremost, I'd like to have us take back our local offices with real leaders. Okay. We look at the sheriff's departments. The sheriff's departments around the country are supposed to be a buffer between us and tyranny. They are not supposed to be federal lapdogs that take in funding and do the dirty work of the feds. And Chad Cronister to Bartolo, I'm talking to you, Schmendrick. And thanks for calling, Bob. Good Lord. He was heard. Let's talk to KG online too. <laughs> you knew it was going there. <laughs> Yo, I, I'm not here to. I'm not here. I'm not here to stop it to tell him what to say. I'm here to let him say what he says, and he said what he said. Absolutely. And what else could I do? What's I can't up, tell. Kid? I can't tell people how to feel. KG, what's going on, man? Man, what's up, kid? Man, you know, I, I took I took what you said into consideration last time we talked, right? What exactly? You know, what did you take into consideration? 
I tell you about the violence situation. You like, man, how how you gonna go about everything with violence? Violence is after everything. Now, you know, I'm 30 years old. I'm from O'Kella Games area. So okay. I say, you know, they were having protesting going on in O'Kella. So I say, well, I'm gonna go out here. But I ain't gonna go out here with the mind frame of violence because you know that's where I was going and out the gate. Okay. So I'm like, I get out there. Now I'm listening to the police scanner. Now I hear on the police scanner, I hear these racist people say, oh, I'm gonna run some of these ends over if they get in my way. Hold on. KG, right. K- KG, are you telling me that you heard on, you heard the N-word by cops on the police I, scanner in O'Kella, Florida? Not, not the cops. You know, they let people call okay, in okay. or work right. level and whatever. I was just trying to I was just trying to clarify that it wasn't the police that were saying this. No, no, it wasn't the police. All right, so I'm like, it's cool. All right, I'm gonna pay a new ticket. I'm going out here now to really see if they're gonna write somebody over because this is what's been going on. So I tell them it's starting a peaceful protesting. Everything everything copacetic. Mm-hmm. Where these group of white people show up and I'm pretty sure now listen, if you look at every protest where everybody point the finger at the black man if you pay attention to all the protests where the violence actually took place, there were white people. It's a group of white people popped up at all the protests that turned violent. They called groupers. And I found this right. out because some of them were there, no killer. And one of them screamed out, F all y'all lives. And I guess the police heard it and seen what was about to happen. And they ran and arrested that white dude and charged him with a sight of the right. Now, KG, I, I need to know. I need to know this because we have a bunch of calls. How, um, and we're expecting the president to speak any minute. How did this right. end? How did this end for you? You you went to the rally. You had one thing on your mind. You went there. How did it end? And what did you walk away with? How it ended? Yes, it ended. It ended. It, it, it ended kind of crazy. But I, I left before it got to that point. I went to because I went there just to, just to be a voice. Of what's, right. of what's going on, but it, it just I hear people calling in all these radio stations talking about the loon and how the black people did this and black people did this. Well, you know, yeah, the black people probably follow suit, but it's it, just like in D.C. when they said when that that police car blew up, that wasn't a black dude that threw that bomb at the police car. Why well, everybody just pointing their fingers at well, the black man like the black man just some we just well, some mean well, gorillas or something. KG, I appreciate it, man. Um, I'm going to have to take some more calls, but here's what I need you to do, man. Um, you know, you know people. You out in the community, people know who you are. You need to you need to instill in, like, all of the youngsters that you're around. I, I'm not – I mean, they need to think for themselves, but you need to kind of guide them, man, because um, – we need to look at the big picture and, and, and think long term. And, and a lot of times when you're mad in the moment, you do things that could really, could, excuse me, could really set you back. Um, yeah, anger, a, anger, can consume, anger can consume you and you can put yourself in a far worse situation. I'm just saying you got to be smart like, about how you want to be an activist. You got to be smart I about like, it so you can affect change. I understand that, kid. But let me ask you one more question before you let, let me go. Yes, sir. You seen I'm pretty so you seen that they released the autopsy of what really happened or what's so, I mean you see how yes. why people are still hot because they made they made the autopsy seem as that there was no strangulation and right. it was nothing done or at the hands of the officers itself. 
what KG is talking about, what KG, I'm just explaining to the audience, what KG is talking about is the initial coroner's report came out and said it was contributing factors that made him, that, that killed George Floyd and not the strangulation or the three, off, the three officers that was on him. New autopsy has come out and it definitely shows that he died by the, not only the knee on the neck, but the knee in the back which causes you to suffocate like a caller called us, a police officer called us on the first night we talked about this and said the knee in the back might have been even more dangerous. So, KG, we appreciate you, man. Keep doing the right thing, bro. All right, all right y'all. Keep doing y'all thing, man. Keep listening, y'all. Thank you. Let's talk to Craig on line three. Craig, Good evening. Good Craig, evening, gentlemen. How you doing, man? You're on the bone. What's happening? Hey, hold on. Hold um, on, Craig. Wanna... Got, put Craig on hold. The president is talking. Let's listen to the president. The biggest victims of the rioting are peace-loving citizens in our poorest communities. And as their president, I will fight to keep them safe. I will fight to protect you. I am your president of law and order and an ally of all peaceful protesters. But in recent days, our nation has been gripped by professional anarchists, violent mobs, arsonists, looters, criminals, rioters, Antifa, and others. A number of state and local governments have failed to take necessary action to safeguard their residents. Innocent people have been savagely beaten, like the young man in Dallas, Texas, who was left dying on the street, or the woman in upstate New York, viciously attacked by dangerous thugs. Small business owners have seen their dreams utterly destroyed. New York's finest have been hit in the face with bricks. Brave nurses who have battled the virus are afraid to leave their homes. A police precinct has been overrun here in the nation's capital. The Lincoln Memorial and the World War II Memorial have been vandalized. One of our most historic churches was set ablaze. A federal officer in California, an African-American enforcement hero, was shot and killed. These are not acts of peaceful protest. These are acts of domestic terror. The destruction of innocent life and the spilling of innocent blood is an offense to humanity and a crime against God. America needs creation, not destruction. Cooperation, not contempt. Security, not anarchy. Healing, not hatred. Justice, not chaos. This is our mission, and we will succeed. 100%, we will succeed. Our country always wins. That is why I am taking immediate presidential action to stop the violence and restore security and safety in America. I am mobilizing all available federal resources, civilian and military, to stop the rioting and looting, to end the destruction and arson, and to protect the rights of law-abiding Americans, including your Second Amendment rights. Therefore, the following measures are going into effect immediately. First, we are ending the riots and lawlessness that has spread throughout our country. We will end it now 
Today, I have strongly recommended to every governor to deploy the National Guard in sufficient numbers that we dominate the streets. Mayors and governors must establish an overwhelming law enforcement presence until the violence has been quelled. If a city or state refuses to take the actions that are necessary to defend the life and property of their residents, then I will deploy the United States military and quickly solve the problem for them. I am also taking swift and decisive action to protect our great capital, Washington, D.C. What happened in this city last night was a total disgrace. As we speak, I am dispatching thousands and thousands of heavily armed soldiers, military personnel, and law enforcement officers to stop the rioting, looting, vandalism, assaults, and the wanton destruction of property. We are putting everybody on warning. Our 7 o'clock curfew will be strictly enforced. Those who threaten innocent life and property will be arrested, detained, and prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. I want the organizers of this terror to be on notice that you will face severe criminal penalties and lengthy sentences in jail. This includes Antifa and others who are leading instigators of this violence. One law and order, and that is what it is. One law. We have one beautiful law. And once that is restored and fully restored, we will help you, we will help your business, and we will help your family. America is founded upon the rule of law. It is the foundation of our prosperity, our freedom, and our very way of life. But where there is no law, there is no opportunity. Where there is no justice, there is no liberty. Where there is no safety, there is no future. We must never give in to anger or hatred. If malice or violence reigns, then none of us is free. I take these actions today with firm resolve and with a true and passionate love for our country. By far, our greatest days lie ahead. Thank you very much. And now I'm going to pay my respects to a very, very special place. Thank you very much. There you are. That's uh, President Trump from the Rose Garden. He is mobilizing the U.S. military to end riots and lawlessness. I only have one question because I think we missed the first 30 seconds. Was there a mention of George Lloyd or the people that are peacefully protesting and they may be hurting and it may be some words of comfort? I didn't hear any of that. Maybe I have to go back and watch that on my own time. But it should have started, sandwiched, and end with some compassion. Um, with some, but instead he decided to come out and campaign. Kevin, am I, I need a, am I off here? No, no, no. Okay, no, no. There were so many things wrong with that. <laughs> okay, like what? <laughs> well, first off, yeah, the, uh, the president doesn't have the power to authorize the military to uh, to police 
uh, citizens, any, any person with a okay. Well, I think I think you're gonna see gonna heavily that. armed military guys in D.C. tonight. Is what he just well, said. Well, you'll see them, but it'll be it'll be all for uh, show for show. The the biggest thing though is I need a president that's not a coward. Take some freaking questions. Yeah. We have a co- we have a coward for a president, Mister Wartime President, Mister right. thumping his chest in these political ads for his reelection. Only Trump. It takes a man like Trump. It takes a man like Trump. Well, hey Trump, take some freaking questions. Hey, hey, hey Mo, just to point out um, that your undying supporter, Mister Bigley. Well, you know, I'm not, I'm not a, uh, nobody gets 100% support. Oh, okay. <laughs> a little wrinkle, a little don't, wrinkle here. Don't, don't, don't do nothing, won't be nothing. But okay. if you do something stupid, I'm going to call you out. And if you're a coward, I'm absolutely going to make that known. And that is a, co- we have a cowardly president sitting in office right now, Bunker Baby, who hides and then who comes out only to scream and rant and rave and then tucks his head and runs because he's got to go pay homage to a special place. I just want to point. Is that, is, is that the toilet? <laughs> it's pathetic. We, um, we have a pathetic leader right now. I, I, I understand. I, and that is uh, the fine gentleman, uh, Mr. Maurice from Northdale. Um, I want to say that we did miss the very beginning. Uh, where the president came on and he did offer condolences to George Floyd and the, the um, uh, and the family. However, I don't think that is a takeaway from <laughs> that's not a takeaway from this that he came out and he gave us some comforting words. Um, definitely not. He doesn't have that. So I I need a president also. You say you need a president that's not a coward. I need one that has a little bedside manner too. Like you, can't, you can't come out so hard without – but I guess you don't want to look weak at any point if you're thinking like him. Like, I can't look weak. I gotta, this is what they were arguing about all day, his uh, advisors. Like, should you say something? Should you not? Some people were going, you got to go out in comfort. People won't buy you being comforting. So you need to go out hard. I can do hard. I don't mind hard. But be hard and factual at the same time. Oh, yeah, you can, the president you can't cannot use the military to stop civil unrest. I, <laughs> you I think you'll be the first. It. I think you'll be the first one to see him patrolling your street. <laughs> okay, let's talk to David on line one. Hey, yes. hey, SBK, how you doing, man? Hey, David, how's it going? That was the worst speech I ever heard. I want to know who makes the speeches. I have no idea. Yes. I, I'm thinking uh, Jared Kushner. No, I think I think it's somebody in like third grade. Can for six, I'm the law and order. What was that? that I mean, I'm the president of Law and Order. What does that mean? The TV show? I'm lost. <laughs> well, yeah, that's another TV show, David. I don't know, man. I I have no idea. Um, I didn't I didn't expect him to speak this evening, but. If he did speak, I expected something totally different. He came out with law and order, uh, and you looting, we shooting. That's what I heard. People need to protest. People need to be pro- people need to protest to get it out of their system. We need to be jailed to be heard. Wait, 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 wait! Didn't you just hear the president? You can't protest, or you're going to get shot. Didn't you hear that? Right. We are now a police I state. I know, and, and he all he did was step up the game, man. He all, he's meeting. He's meeting for he's meeting force with an unnecessary reaction. I mean, he's, I don't even know what to say, but it's, we're, we're protesting, we're speaking, we're not, you know, well, we're, we're that, not trying to overthrow the country. 
David, man, this is what it is in 2020. Thanks for calling, man. Thanks. Let's talk to Paul on line two. What lady is that? Paul, what's hey, going okay. on? Hey, how you doing? Hey, doing all right, Paul. Oh, you know, living living the dream, my man. What's on <laughs> your mind? Hey, I, I man, I, I I heard that 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 speech by the president, and I had to, to say something. I mean, it's, he is so off base with what he's doing. It's he, he's going to get people killed, but with, with with that stance right there. I mean, I mean, has has, has me heard like the the more you grip something, the more you lose. Like these people need to be heard, and, and he didn't address the main the main problem, which was you know people are upset about about police brutality and. He's meeting that he's answering that that message with more brutality. We might have missed the very first part of it. I'm sure he addressed the underlying <laughs> issue. I, I'm going to say, OK, you're an optimist. I forget. Well, no, I, I can't go off of information I don't have. Mo, we missed the first 45 seconds where he gave the most I mean, impassionate. Yeah, he, he also said that America was founded on law and order. No, it was founded on civil unrest. That's yeah. how our country was founded. Yeah, I mean, we were, about? we were founded out of a violent protest, actually. We were. I mean, yeah, I is it just the basis of America right here? And he's completely missing it, and the, he's going to deploy the military? The, the funny thing about it, we were we were founded out of a violent protest where a black guy was the first guy killed. <laughs> All right. Is, is that, I'm sorry. I, I had to speak up. I'm, it's I, absolutely ridiculous. Anyways, thanks for, thanks for calling, day. Paul. You too. Let's, uh, let's go to line three with Jason. What's up, Soul Brother? What's up, Mo? Good to see you last week. How you guys doing? What's going on, Jason? Well, I, I got to say, this is not a. This is no longer a democracy. This is a dictatorship. The president just declared war on the American people. He told all the governors and mayors, uh, "Use, uh, you know, the, the, you know, use the military. And if you won't do it, I'll send the military in myself." I, I mean, I don't. I can't even. I shouldn't be surprised anymore. But I'm still just completely taken aback by some of the things that this man says and does. It's um, ridiculous, Jason. horrifying, and terrifying. Jason, he was running on the economy. He escaped impeachment. Now he was running on the economy. <laughs> the virus came. He had a chance to lead. Yeah. He bumbled the ball on that. And then the economy, he can no longer run on the economy because we have 40 million unemployed people. So now you have so to now run. He's going on, now you he's have going to, on authoritarianism. you got to run on law and order and space. Unbelievable. Thanks for taking my call. Thanks for calling, Jason.